are things going where y'all are as far as like COVID and restrictions and like are, are people relaxed? Are we recording? Yeah, fuck it. Yeah, okay, good. Oh. No, I wanted you to, yeah. Like, so Seattle just went and so they were gonna do a phase one, two, three. Maybe there was a phase four. They for King County decided other counties went to phase two, I don't think many, and then they so they postponed phase two. I think there was so much anxiety about it that they were like, okay, okay, we'll do a phase 1.5. So they rolled it out. And so it's 15% capacity in restaurants inside, 50% capacity uh, on outside dining. Uh, Gyms can open up to like one-on-one sessions. Um, uh, Stores can open up at like 15 to 25% capacity for retail. you can do things like uh, haircuts and other things like that at certain capacities. So it's, it's opening up. And we, like we went to a restaurant for the first time in like three months, which is like it's kind of a weird experience, but it was really cool. So you can see people like out more and things like that. So it's cool. good. It's good. How's how's like the grocery store? I mean, like as far as people wearing masks or if, if I'm if I go to the grocery store because I haven't been wearing my mask and. I will literally be the only one in there without a mask. Yeah. 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 It's more small, confined space. It's like a Petri dish when it comes to this kind of contracting things. That's why New York got hit so bad is because, I mean, that's like the most condensed city in the, like the world or no, well, there's China and all that, but, but like in the America, it's the most condensed city because, you know, like small confined spaces that's what really contracts this COVID stuff. Otherwise, I don't, you know, you don't need that outside. But that's why we've gotten past it so well. Whereas, like, I hear from people in Texas and, like, no one wears their fucking mask. No one wears it. Yep. Yep. That's I'd say it's, like, I mean, where, where I am, I'd, I'd say it's, like, 50% as far as, like, when I go to the grocery store. But today I went out, got my oil changed, and just I didn't see anybody wearing one. But usually, you know, you go to the grocery store or something like that, yeah, but uh, I think a lot of people here, it's, I mean, it's so damn hot, it, it goes through that whole, like, oh, it's 109, what could survive? Yeah. <laughs> now, I don't know how you know, accurate that is or whatever, I don't know, but. Do you agree with that? Do you think people are being stupid, or do you think it's, like, whatever? I mean, it's definitely a whatever situation down here. I think people are just like, hmm. I believe it because Saudi Arabia is one of the hottest fucking countries in the world, and them motherfuckers are climbing in COVID cases. So I don't yeah, think have anything to do with it. Because aren't like South American countries like blowing up? Yeah, Chile is like really bad. I Brazil. Think. Brazil. It, but aren't all those like right on the equator? Uh, good chunk of them. So yeah, I don't know if I buy it, but. So you kind of blase fair about it too, or are you being pretty cautious? Um, I mean, I guess with just, I'm I'm pretty cautious. I get like I'm wearing a mask, I'm washing my hands. But as far as like if you know I'm going to work or something like that and talking to people, I'm not. I'm probably not doing the six feet rule very but, much. Yeah, but well, that's good. Yeah, but people I don't know, I guess. I think Texas just hit their highest numbers too. Mm. And that's fine to be that way, but like they're opening up dance clubs. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Crazy. Like, that's nuts. That's crazy. <sighs> like, I, I get opening up restaurants and wanting to do, like, basic necessity and things like that, but, like, a dance club? Really? That's... <laughs> Can you imagine being on the square with a mask? <laughs> going? Trying to pick up a chick. <laughs> <laughs> Look at like fucking Motodang from Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Jade or Katana yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought of a good like TikTok video because Caitlin has a TikTok. And uh, she walked in one day with the mask, and I just started playing the Mortal Kombat theme song. <laughs> It'd be perfect for like a stupid like YouTube video, or, like a couple <laughs> having like, this fight with these masks. On. So, I'm sure someone did that, but that's awesome. That is just like keep playing the music while she's like cutting a potato or something. <laughs> <laughs> Mortal Kombat. And they're just like staring each other down. <laughs> they don't actually ever fight. It, it really makes me wonder, like, dude, like, movies are probably going to change so va- drastically. Like, I, I I don't know if you guys watch Jersey Shore. You remember how they would just make out with random ass chicks all the time and stuff? Do you know how many people are going to be like, that's so fucking disgusting. Please wear a mask. Like, wash your hands. That's disgusting. Oh, yeah. I actually thought there'd be a new trend like the base max would actually stick around and people would start to get trendy with them because people get really nice ones and they get like embroidered ones and like yeah all up here they have all sorts of different designs like you actually don't see many people with just the straight up surgical mask ones anymore i was like i bet you a million bucks people just start wearing those even after all this is done and i don't i don't mind wearing them like i like it when i go to the grocery store and stuff you know those people at the grocery store that you just like you hate you know what I mean? Yes. Like you see like some kid, you're like, fuck that kid. Yeah. Or like some just old lady or something just taking forever and you just want to be like, hurry. Someone the digging, but with the mask, they digging in their nose and shit. Oh yeah. yeah. But with the mask, they can't like see my facial expressions because I'm a constantly like, you fucking just motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so I like it. That's pretty, yeah. Okay. That's awesome. I hate it. And Terry hates it. It's not very comfortable. Yeah, those masks and the, the masks that they give us, even at like our nursing homes and stuff, are like the really cheap ass ones. They did a video that they were they're made in a, like an Indian sweatshop, so there's like fucking concrete and just rats rolling around these surgical masks while they're busy wolving them together and stuff. They just put them in a pile, and then finally it looks pretty when it gets shipped to us. And I'm just like, oh, fine, okay. So I'm pretty sure I had someone's foot. Right on my face. Or a rat. <laughs> or her, yes, or rat droppings right there. <laughs> Just great. So you, you brought up a interesting point, like what's going to happen to movies, Uchi? Oh, yeah. Like, when are people going to go to the movie theaters again? AMC is going to go bankrupt. I imagine. They're the largest uh, theater chain. I think someone will probably buy them up dirt cheap and continue operations, but they're going bankrupt. I don't know. Have they opened up uh, like any of the, um, what are those, dine-in, the Alamo Draft House? Have they opened any of those? Uh, I don't think so. Wait, so if you're going to open up a dance club, why would you not open up a movie theater? Yep. That seems completely backwards. You know what I saw a really great article on? It's going to be the return of the drive through yeah, driving theaters, too, which I think would be really cool. Yeah. I'd like to see more of those. Oh my god! There, there's one like 30 minutes from us. We're gonna we're gonna try to go uh, this summer. 
That's badass. <laughs> nice. I want to go next time we're down. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And then you still have like a lot of uh, big publications that are set for release, like kind of like October, November, and December. Everyone's pushed back their movies. I think a lot of them are actually just doing digital release, like on Amazon, Netflix, all this shit. Like so you just pay for it. Yeah. They're starting to. Yeah. yeah. I know a few yeah. of them got pushed back, like. The new Ghostbusters got pushed back till next year. What the fuck? Shit. Wonder People's Woman. Still... I like. I, I hope theaters don't go away. Like I like to get out of my house and see it on a big screen and buy overpriced candy or sneak something in. And, hey, definitely the dine-in ones won't go away. I think maybe drive-throughs would get bigger. But, I mean, maybe the basic ones like the MCs will go away, but maybe you'll just see more of the dine-in ones. Maybe. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'll be very, very interesting. All the changes with COVID, to tell you the truth. No one's going to want to cough in front of other people. Washing hands. Um, they talked about a breathing technique for, like, combating COVID, which I thought was interesting as hell. Yeah, it's like a like a deep breathing, like, forced breathe or something until it, like, causes the virus to, like, not latch onto your your lung tissue or some shit so like it's a like a big breathe or something for yeah it hasn't made me any more germaphobic really really no, wow why would that make why would, why would this whole situation make you more germaphobic? like you get the flu the flu goes around um all these other things go around oh, seasonally dude. and dude. like no one has ever gotten more y'all need to work out a nursing home that would make you the most germaphobic well, that's just ever. a gross place to begin with exactly exactly so you add covid on top of that and it is woo man yeah i'm yeah. being careful yes nursing homes and elementary schools like the grossest places on the planet well that's where you two work i don't i like work from home <laughs> so you did. That's like an old other can of worms. There you go. Yep. You got the PMC job. There you go. That's what they call that. Professional managerial class job right there. Professional managerial class? Yeah, you got a PMC work from home job. Okay. We're the we're blue collar workers. Blue white collar workers. That's what we are. And then there is an economic recession, like, we're already in it. Like, people don't realize it. Like, the stock market doesn't realize it. People don't realize it. Like, it's, it's like, sneaking up. And I don't know, for whatever reason, why people aren't paying more attention to it. I love this quote. The, the reason why, hit. you know the reason why that is? Because this is the quote. The stock market is a graph of rich people's feelings. Oh, uh, yeah, I heard that too. I really like that one. They don't know what the fuck to think about it <laughs> until the stock market goes down. They're like, oh my God, my millions and billions. Yeah. Yeah. They don't know yet. <laughs> I see a lot of optimistic posts about it. It's like, no, guys, like this is going to fucking tank. Yeah. Well, the America's busy with other stuff. Well, that and also that CARES Act that we just passed or that got passed, that was pure corporate theft. That was just, you paid about $18,000 a person. So it's 330 million people in America, $18,000. Well, okay, 146 million people in the workforce who pay taxes. $18,000 times that. That's about two, three trillion, four trillion around there, right? Mm -hmm. And like 
we got a twelve hundred dollar check each of us. That was sixteen thousand eight hundred of that shit went straight to the corporations. Pure socialism, corporate socialism, right there. So that's why they're not feeling it in the stock market because they're juicing off of our. We're gonna pay them back. Basically, oh, yeah, okay. that's what's happening right now. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, shit's gonna go down, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, as a millennial and as with fellow millennials, I'm pretty sure we are gonna get very fucking angry soon. <laughs> like, if we haven't already. There's gonna be a whole nother group of pissed off people. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> Just add it to the list. <laughs> Ransom was actually in the news today. What? Really? Because they had this giant march, and okay. then we. Did like a two-hour drive out, and it was like this tiny little town in North Bend. Um, and we were gonna go. That's where we we're gonna go for a restaurant. And with like the whole like thousands of people just lined up throughout the entire square with signs and things like that. Mm, mm. It's huge over here. What do you, What do you think of like the uh, like? Because we got COVID right now, but everyone's still protesting. So which means COVID's getting spread around. We just don't know yet. So, what do you think? How do you think that's going to like exponentially affect like the cases around here? I don't know. I think that's what you've seen. If you look at the stats, they've done like twenty-one million uh, like tests, and only two million people in America have it. So it's like this is not really as contagious. Well, it's not as dangerous as they're making it out to be. Um, but the problem with that is all most of our news is in New York. So they made it seem like it was world ending because it's all in based in New York right now. Goes to show you we need to get our news from other places. I don't know. I have people who live in New York and they were taking pictures of they're using ice cream trucks to haul the bodies to keep them cool. Like retrofitting ice cream trucks because they had so many bodies that they had to like they're doing mass graves. Well, yeah, it's da- it's terrible in New York. Yeah, 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 exactly. But New York's not the rest of the country. The country is huge, man. Yeah. And so, like, they and because most of the news organizations are in New York, they made it seem like it's apocalyptic. Mm. That's why, because it's affecting them. Yeah, I can see that. Mm-hmm. Now we did say we were going to talk about something positive. This podcast. Well, okay, let me flip it on you. What is the positive thing that you that has happened during this whole pandemic? So, something, <laughs> something you've got, something, something you've gotten into that's positive as a pandemic. I can think of a bajillion right now. Actually, I can think of at least two good ones. Okay, you go ahead. Okay, me. Okay, number one, and this is just the obvious one, dude. We started a podcast, man. We're not from Harvard. Like, this is awesome, man. We get to have a podcast and. Get the information out. That's amazing, you I will, know. I will marginally accept that one. Okay, <laughs> what is the second one? Number two is I have seen my daughter grow into this rebel of a woman. She is so capable and like a fucking force of nature. And she can climb on things. She don't let anything keep her down. She's athletic. And like, I have to keep up with her. And I've had about two, three months to enjoy every moment, even the moments that I can't stand her ass. So I really, really have come to enjoy that. So the positive is to get to know your daughter more. Yes. 
Oh, and uh, we got into politics, or at least I did. Like, I really, like, did dove into this shit. Like, you're already into politics. But not in the same regard that I am now, because before, when I was into politics, I was all, you know, go liberals, go Democrats, beat the Republicans. Now I'm like, y'all are both shit. Y'all need to figure your shit out, and we need to change this shit altogether. So, you know, evolve, evolution. There you go. When I said go positive, we were going to talk about social positive and social negative people. Oh, okay. Anyone on that list? Well, I got to explain the situation. Go for it. Okay, so when we talk about social positive impact or those that have a social negative impact, it's just who holistically for society has proved to be of a benefit. So when I was first introduced to that concept, there was this conversation about uh, Mark Zuckerberg. When we start to think about that, I think back, when did Facebook go live? 20 years ago? 2004. If you look at like 2004, I think when people saw it, it was like this, MySpace didn't really do anything. And then Facebook came along. I felt like there was there kind of like this feeling that was really cool, that people were able to share their experiences and uh, be progressive on those platforms. And I think when we look fast forward 20 years now to today, it's a very negative system. Uh, it's kind of progressed into this thing where people are kind of battling with it a little bit, whether it's political or in their personal lives. There's kind of like this push for people to get off social networks and to start enjoying lives again. And maybe, maybe it wasn't intentional for that movement or when Mark Zuckerberg stole the idea or started the idea or however he did that, uh, for that to be negative, but if you look at it holistically on its impact to society, it's a negative social impact. But when you look, and so those kind of just got me thinking about who had a positive social impact that people could look to, and one of my go, my go-to is like Elon Musk, and I don't know why people give him so much shit, but when you think about um, what he's done for um, uh energy just in terms of solar power that's uh as of today from 10 years ago it's 10 times cheaper with solar power now and that's just supposed to get exponentially cheaper um, so people are starting to use that in their homes if you look at the the rollout of tesla uh, and the phenomenal success that they've seen with that company what he's been doing with reusable rockets and now people like jeff bezos are starting to follow in that footprint to go into uh, the commercial industry of space uh, and its, its aspirations to get to Mars, which I think is very important for us. I think that's where humanity needs to point themselves or we talk about Bill and Melinda Gates and kind of what they've been able to do for uh, third world countries uh, in terms of like developing vaccinations. Uh, he did this very large push to like, how do we take care of um, the bathroom situation in third party uh, countries and you know, because they're just contaminating their own drinking water. We have a lot of people dying. Um, so what that organization has been able to do and the money it's been able to raise, so just kind of having that conversation of, you know, in our lifetimes, um, who has had kind of that social positive impact to drive society forward and to like make things better for everybody. Mm, okay. So it's a holistic, basically, um, holistic and seeing what they have done to impact their life and yes. humanity in general. Yes. Okay. Okay. 
Um, and you just listed some, right? Mm-hmm. So yep. Bill and Melinda Gates. You would put Mark Zuckerberg in the negative. I do. And Jeff Be- Bezos in the... Ah, Jeff Bezos! That's a tough one. I don't know about that one. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, I think... When I think of a positive one, oh man, oh, by far, Joe Rogan. Dude's like, and he's had, everyone's like, oh man, he's got controversial stuff. But this man created the podcast space. He's basically the male ultra. Like, the dude made it. And he, he knows it himself. He's not the smartest person in the world. He's not even, he's, you know, marginally aware. He's just very, he's very intuitive and very perceptive. But the man made this space possible. Man, there was there's a podcast where people were talking about chimps for three hours, and people were fascinated by that stuff. But he is a modern day male Oprah, and I think that's a huge positivity. So when did he start his podcast? Dude's already got like a thousand of them, so or a thousand fourteen hundred of them or some shit. Oh really? Yeah, he's got um... Number of episodes, original release date, December 24, 2009. So he's been kind of doing this for about 11 years. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I think he's kind of set the tone. And I don't know, like, how broadly his impact is. I don't know if it's specifically in the U.S. I don't know if he has, like, influences in other countries. But I think it has been a driver just in having, making sure that you're listening to both sides. And not only that, but also putting out like a, a show format where you can start to listen to other topics. I think it's interesting that one day you can talk, be talking about race and the next day you could be talking about space with Elon Musk or the next day you could be talking about um, fitness or things like that and just kind of the breadth of content that he does. I thought was really cool. For sure. Uh, negatively, social negatively, I'm going to have to give it to, whew, there's a lot of no negative ones out there, you know. Big ones. Who, in, who invented the internet? Oh, that was the U.S. Army. Negative. <laughs> <laughs> You're really not liking this whole social media stuff. Maybe it's just the social media part that's negative. Then you better, That's you better blame uh, Tom for MySpace for that one. Uh, internet inventors were Marbert, Robert Kahn and Vint Cerf. Where would we be without the internet today? I mean, it's created like so many pathways for knowledge, so many jobs. It's like David that you couldn't do your job without the internet, right? No. Yeah, like it's it's. I would literally have no job. <laughs> yeah it's like it's crazy but like there's a million people like that uh so those are positive things i guess or, or different things but like how many negative things have come out from it you know there's pathways to knowledge there's pathways to shitty knowledge too well but there's an argument to be made was that because all that shittiness was that the internet's fault or was that already in humanity to begin with now we just know yeah, about it you're right it's the human race's fault it always is. <laughs> there you go well that's kind of one thing i always said it's like you see all this negative news but i'm like that shit was always always happening we just weren't able to report out on it quite as frequently 
Oh, yeah. You know, and then, like, you'd see your local newspaper, and it'd be very local or very specific to the U.S. Now we see the entire world's dumpster trash of a fire. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, there's just a lot more negative. But that, was, that shit was happening in the first place. So it's like, oh, yeah. Dude, we're, people are getting lynched and, like, dragged off of, like, fucking cars. That's what I'm saying. It's like, not like... That shit was happening the whole time, you know? Yeah. Um, and I read a book blinking out what it was but it, it talked about like actually when we look at a lot of these social topics and different topics that we see in the news have you look at the statistics things are actually getting better mm. and so i think that's what we need to drive out they completely veered away from the internet conversation but just throw that up there <laughs> it's okay i'm gonna keep veering away um christopher columbus pro or anti anti He's pretty socially ne- negative, actually, to tell okay. the truth. Like, I, and I know we celebrated him. It was a freaking national holiday. I love that 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 little that little day off oh. from school was amazing when we were kids. Did he kill shit to shit he loads killed of people? a shitload of Native Americans? And if you think about it, like let's say Christopher Columbus ship actually sank, and instead of Christopher Columbus, some guy named. Johnny Donson found America. It was like Johnny Donson Day, right? Mm-hmm. But what Johnny Donson did was like, hey, let's give these Native Americans some space. It's their territory. And let's figure out a way where we can economically work together to build a better society. And then from there, there was no slavery. Uh, Native Americans were still a huge population in the States. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if that just changed the entire world? Because Johnny Donson found America first. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you why I'm pro Columbus. Shit. Oh, here we go. <laughs> I love this. And that y'all are racist for being anti-Columbus. Okay. Oh, okay. Shoot. <laughs> okay. So in college, all right, I, I hung out with David, white guy. I hung out with Uchi, black guy. But who did I hang out with the most? Oh, Hispanic people. That's right. Oh, that's would cool. not exist. Yeah, would not exist without Christopher Columbus. My favorite people in the whole world would not exist. How, Christopher when, Columbus boat sank uh, and China found it. But but that's different. Like they the Spaniards found South America completely separate from Columbus. So Columbus founded Cuba, which was known as Hispaniola at the time. He does some really fucked up shit. Columbus is an awful human being. He gets arrested eventually for doing those awful things. He sails for Spain. So obviously Spain comes to South America now. Cortez, Pizarro. They try to kill all the the natives there. You know, the the Aztecs and the Incas. Uh, 80% to 90% die of disease and they murder the rest. Jesus. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> where are the mexicans so you're saying he's a social pro because i of love mexicans. the hispanic women that you liked <laughs> yes <laughs> they're the best people in the world to party with okay all right all right there the spread alone is amazing <laughs> oh, so he created a whole race of people. 
<laughs> y'all are y'all are anti-Mexican. <laughs> One of the days. <laughs> pretty. All right, all right. There you go. I wonder how many people. But like, I wonder how many people on Twitter are actually going to take that literally. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we get big, guys. <laughs> yeah. Three so, idiots. <laughs> it's a, uh, but it's true though. Like, let's say he, if he doesn't discover, like David was saying, let's say Christopher Columbus did not. Now he didn't discover shit. People, are, millions of people are already there. He didn't right. discover anything. Uh, but let's say China which is documented to have landed on South America before Columbus, before the Vikings. So let's say they colonized South America first. Then everyone is half Aztec or Inca or Mayan or, you know, half native and half Chinese completely changes the world. Oh, wow. There's, there's no Puerto Ricans. There's no Brazilians. No one speaks Spanish in Texas. Ooh. It completely changes the world. Wow. Ooh. But is but what if what if they were already colonizing Mars and had solved all these different type I mean, that's so hypothetical. Maybe they create a better society because they found America first. Oh, I'm not saying it would be worse. It might be better, but it'd just be completely different. True. It'd just not be a different ethnicity. Yeah. Yeah, everyone would be a different ethnicity. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. That's a good. That's a good paradigm shift. I didn't think about it that way. I, he's still an asshole. I guess y'all could come back. Y'all could come back and say I was anti-Chinese, though. That's there we go. See, there so it is. We won't. We'll just stop You're calling people anti-Chinese. You love a mass murder <laughs> because he limited the expansion of the Chinese people. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what I said. <laughs> oh my god! Oh man! But uh, so I stopped Twitter because I saw that that Christopher Columbus was trending, and I was like, "Man, people are still on this." It's like he was a horrible person. Other people did way more horrible things. Do what? Why was he trending? Because people were still complaining about him, how he started, you know, the violence in, in oh. America, which he had nothing to do with colonizing America. That was South America. Yeah. Those, the Puritans on the Mayflower, those wooden shoes, pale motherfuckers, they screwed up North America. <laughs> Columbus had nothing to do with South or with uh, North America. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, why would you continue to argue about a guy from so long ago? Like he's had any impacts on today's current situation. Ooh, speaking of Puritans, they that's definitely a social net negative. I'm gonna tell you why. Me, uh, I am a huge fan of sex and sex education. I love sexuality. I love the fact that dude on Instagram, all I do is look at porn stars and sex workers. Because they have very nice lives, and I think they're really cool people. Like, they actually have personalities. It's amazing. Who knew? Uh, anyway, so the Puritans, when they came to North America, they brought their religion with them, which is basically, you know, sex is wrong. We have to be pure. Everything is, this is, you know, disgusting and impure, so it must be quashed, quelled, handmaid's tale shit. That's how they are. So 
there's this um it's i think the word is called sexual socialization and it's this concept in america that e happens even today where it's okay to look sexy it's okay to look a certain way look you know because sex sells right but it's wrong to be sexual because of puritan style thinking engraved in in america in the united states well, i fucking hate the puritans fuck them like they just it's, fucked it up it, altogether. yeah it's pretty nuts the things <sighs> that happened 400 500 years ago that really like just set the tone really negatively obviously for the stuff going on today but it's a bunch of stuff yep yep yeah it's just like clung on like i can't imagine Forever. anything that would happen today that would be referenced like 400 years from now and still play some sort of like major issue and then coming out of my mouth that sounded kind of dumb <laughs> I think, and then there's the triangular trade. Like, dude, we traded slaves for rum. Like, what the hell is that all about? Like, you, it's like trading a whole body for literal liquor. Like, what the hell? So, there's all that pretty much precipitated from like shitty choices when founding this country. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, are we only able to think of net positive people from like 400 years ago? We don't have any today's society. Oh yeah, we do. I my favorite, Doctor Cornell West. Oh my God, that man! Woo, chills when that man speaks. Man has greatest rhetoric ever. He talks about how he, oh, he talks about political change. He talks about like how we can work with other people of different races and colors and make them realize that we are poor and we are getting screwed over by rich people. That man. That's I would say we talked about Daryl Davis before on the podcast. I'd say he's a, a net positive. Yep. Um Daryl Davis. Mm-hmm. Like five hundred years ago, I don't know how many positive people we could come up with though. Like we were kind of joking about Christopher Columbus, obviously, but like they made so many mistakes. If you look at it from that point of view, like it's just I mean, you know. All of them. Yeah, they made a lot. I think we're still things. paying for today. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what, I and mean, that's the thing about like leaders in the in the current, like in the moment, they're not thinking about how the implications of this shit will look like. And like Elon Musk is, he is, but you know, he's actually a smart guy. So <laughs> most leaders are really fucking stupid. So, which you know, like it's like a. I read this article and it was about it was about this Korean guy and he's he's already he was top talent in the Navy SEALs, then went to Harvard and became emergency surgeon, like top of his class. Holy shit. And now he's gonna be the first Korean to go into space. And he's only thirty six. Wow. Why are these not the people that grab with gravitate in towards like politics where are these not the type of people that we see are running the world or things like that it's nuts to me that we don't see more of those people who want to get into that space i i think i heard a quote it was the greatest it was a good quote i was like i'd rather i'd rather trust a garbage collector to be president than like actual career politicians 
I think that's absolutely true because the thing about us lowly peasants and our low totem pole jobs is we have this thing called humility and we actually know how other people feel and how they're working hard too. And because we have that, we would want to think about how we can best make everyone's lives better. And so that's why we're not in power. <laughs> well, I think anyone who seeks out power over someone else should never be in charge. Yes. That's what politicians' jobs are. Like, it's ridiculous. But a like, politician's be... job is supposed to empower the public. Though. Like, you're not seeking power. You're looking to help society. That's how what that that's what the motivation should be. Or maybe right. we should stop calling it a politician. We start calling it public office and giving them like 50000 a year salaries. Well, that's how it was supposed to be. I exactly. mean, like the president's only supposed to make X amount of money. Yes. The whole point of that is you're just supposed to. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But instead we elect billionaires who don't really give a fuck about the salary. Yep. Or people who are out to be celebrity fucking Netflix presidents. So there you go. Yes. Yes. I don't know how that's went to politics, but I guess most socially, like if you're going to really like impact humanity, it requires looking at actual leaders and like people who have really influenced humanity as a whole. And a lot of politicians, unfortunately, have that much widespread, you know, I guess you have that much, you know, it's not capacity. What's the word I'm looking for? Um, they have that much reach. They can reach a lot of people. So that's why I think politicians end up going into this space of socially net positive, net negative, because they can reach a lot of people. Um, but I'm not going to think of a lot of socially positive politicians. No, not, not even close. No, there's not a lot of socially positive, because you can think of even the ones like, oh, God, I love this. I love my quotes. You know, I love my quotes. This is great. I think it's a quote I heard the other day. It was like, the way you feel about Obama is how Trump supporters feel about Trump. Okay, when you get that like stuck in your head, then you realize how both how ridiculous you're both being. <laughs> so you know, like something like that. Because you're not gonna change your mindset. Yes, yes. Well, that goes back for a long time. That's just tribalism. Yes. You know, our guy's better because it's our guy, and your guy sucks. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a human race thing. Yep. Um. What is another socially positive person? Um, uh, you're going to hate me for this one, but uh, obviously I think um, Oprah opened up a big one too. I was talking about the male Oprah, but Oprah herself basically did that. Granted, she had some really questionable fucking connections, but she got the soccer moms together, man. And all the soccer moms. What, what does Oprah accomplish? Like a talk show, a but that's channel. Uh, what is that? That's impact. Not... She also funded some South African like schools, so she has a lot of reach, a lot of reach, and basically told the African American community, even though she sold out quite a bit, um, she told the African American. It's a way of indicating that you can do this too, and that there's a lot of black people who want to get into that space now. Granted, they're not doing. That's that's where we need to go as far as African-Americans go. So I think that's one thing that I think Oprah did do. Although she's like a 50-50, because negatively, the woman was like in cahoots with Harvey Weinstein and shit, so I don't know if I should really put Oprah in there. Really? Let's just scratch that one out. <laughs> Let's just scratch that one out, actually. Yeah, I don't know. 
It, it's like, you remember Dave Chappelle? That's a good one. Socially positive Dave Chappelle. Yeah. But you remember what he said about what was the age of spin where he's like, he rapes, but he saves. But he saves that more than really he good. rapes, but he has to rape in order to save. So <laughs> it's so, so good. Uh, I wonder if that's the case with most of our leaders. They have to rape to save. Probably. <laughs> We're socially positive people. Duh. We're part of the collective of independent media. We haven't made an impact to society. We did. We have, to, to we have to probably five followers who have been listening to us religiously. But what if someone did not kill themselves because of us? Yeah. This is true. Hmm? So we are net positive. There yeah. you go. We can go ahead and make that assumption. Yes. <laughs> I got smart to do that. I'm comfortable with that. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's a tough, tough conversation to have. And it's kind of depressing that that was a tough conversation to have. Because whenever I Googled it, I did do research. Not a lot popped up. And the people that did pop up were older. When you're talking about Lincoln and um, people who lived... 100 plus years ago. Einstein. And even the people that did pop up on these searches kind of had smaller impacts. But you don't have like these people who have these overarching social impacts positively. I wonder if that's maybe like something that can't really happen anymore. Because either power is so secluded at this point, or there's not those people willing to make those change, or getting to the point where you can make that change is a lot more difficult. So I wonder if you're just not really going to see that anymore. Mm. I mean, if you look at someone like Elon Musk or Bill Gates, they're able to get to that point because they're fucking rich. I mean, Elon Musk started up Tesla with his own money. He started up SpaceX with his own money. Bill Gates, you know, got his money uh, at the age of the software boom and was able to get rich. And then, so he's funding the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. Not a lot of people can do that or have the money to do that. And even if you look at like Jeff Bezos, who's doing the same thing with rock, I don't fucking trust that guy. Like he's probably trying to do something evil with his his space rocket startup. Whereas I trust like someone like Elon Musk. But it's like you either have to have a shit ton of money to be able to do those things and do it commercially and privately, or you have to be able to be in a position where you can get politically and get that try that type of reach. Or that type of power to make those impacts, which I just don't think you can in like modern day politics. Which boils down to us <clears throat> as people, because it's up to us to be more diligent than we realize. We have not been diligent. Well, and then maybe instead of it's people who become socially positive, maybe it's movements moving forward. Yeah. Like yeah. if you look at like the movement that's going on right now, or you're talking about now we have this conversation of like the wealthy and the poor that that's probably going to be a movement i don't even know how you solve that situation but that's going to be a movement yeah um when you look at like what's going on in hong kong that's a movement it's making big impacts and like china's actually having to change their policies because they can't get these people to budge i think that's what people are going to start to rely on a little bit more is like the self of community and like these um yeah these central communities they can create for themselves to like do that honestly you're right because here's the thing work stoppage like work strikes that is that if you want to hit a rich person in his wall and like get him to start thinking about you 
cut his money off. That's how you do it. There is probably $10 billion a day that gets consumed or circulated through the economy a day. If you take one day off, everyone just stops working and says, fuck it, I'm done. Doesn't purchase anything, nothing. They're gonna start to listen because that's $10, million, $10 billion that they didn't have. And that's what it comes down to. So it's movements, it's definitely movements. You gotta get a lot of people together and let them know, hey, you have the money, but we have the people and you need us. Yep. You know? Yeah, yeah. So maybe that's one positive thing that came out of COVID was movements. Movements, there it is. Yeah. yeah and even if the country is like really divided on a certain issue, like, I mean, you said Lincoln was a was a positive. Well, there's no more time or a you know bigger time in history where the country is more divided oh. than the Civil War and things got done. So it can happen again. <laughs> Another Civil War. Well, no, um, movements doing something, gotcha. even though the country is divisive or Civil War, one of the two. <laughs> I can go for it. Yeah. Well, there you go. I'm taking my ass to Canada. I don't feel like fighting no one's. Little war. <laughs> good. It'll be us versus Canada. <laughs> oh man, that's true. Canada probably thinks we're their Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> we are their Mexico. 